And you know, physical therapists want to get right up in your grill. Well, they're physical. Yeah, they're phys- They're very physical. <laughs> in their title. I'm talking like leg spread right here. And I'm like, oh my God, he could probably smell my breath. But I'm sure he was the utmost professional. And so he was until he, and then he hands me this stick that he wants me to start swinging around, you know, seeing my range of motion. And he sits within dick hitting length from me. I don't think that he wanted you to hit him in the dick I with don't the think stick. he did either, but I'm saying the ro- the rotation he was asking me to do was going to bop it right right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So physical therapy is just very confusing for me. Welcome to Kitty Whispers, episode 36, yes, I guess, and it's Thanksgiving weekend, gobble gobble, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, I feel like snuck up on everybody this year, I feel like last week was Halloween, and it was Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> like what happened, and November's uh, gone by in a flash, it's it really weird, has. it's a weird time, it really has, and I think it's because like, I don't know, Maybe it's because I've been around kids lately and like their activities are ramping up. And, and so it's just like no stopping, you know? Yeah. Speaking of kids, uh, the old flame is on his way to go get his nephew, bring yeah. him over. So I'm going to have a, a house full of like preteen teenagers. Wonderful. For the next four days, three you're days. you're going to have to monitor them too. <laughs> <laughs> They're good kids. I mean, uh. it's just... It's going to be a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, I can imagine. And now uh, I don't know if I'm going to be cooking. I don't know if I'm going to be traveling. I don't know what we're going to be doing. So, um, you know, it's always weird when you have children, but you don't have your children on the holiday because you feel weird about, so. like, what do we do? Do we yeah. do we do the full thing, but we don't have them? Absolutely or, you know? do the full thing. I want all the things. I call this the beige food holiday. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, you can just eat beige food all day and not feel guilty about it. And I'm really, I'm just really pumped about it. What's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish side? (sighs) Mr. Kelly was asking me this earlier and I was like, well, I like all of them. I like the dressing. I love the cranberry sauce. I love the mashed potatoes. I love the cranberry sauce, dressing, and mashed potatoes all together. Mix it. I mean, I just, I, I love all of it. Dressing is my favorite. Yeah. Dressing is my favorite. It has to be the right kind, like cornbread, like biscuit, you know, like the right kind. Yeah, I mean, mine's gluten free, but my mom makes it and it's. Yeah. Uh, I make my cranberry sauce homemade. Mm-hmm. It's actually very easy and it takes, it tastes so much better. I don't know. I love the can. I love the sliced can Oof. pieces. No. <laughs> Once you have the fresh stuff, you don't go back. You I get them. I think it's the peel, like the skin of the cranberries in the fresh that bothers me. So I break mine all the way down and then I drain it through. And oh. so I, I take So you try to siphon out a lot of that. Yeah. And then, and from there, but it's like orange juice and fresh ginger and nutmeg and yeah. a little cinnamon and mm. sugar. I mean, it is so good. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. I, so you can I can like, just jar me up some. I will. I'll do it. I'll save <laughs> The family some would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I do want to, I am, so we're having Thanksgiving a couple of different ways, like with, you know, my dad, uh, and then my other like dad and mm-hmm. all the dads. Yeah. So I'm gonna have a dad bod afterwards, though. I'll <laughs> so fit in with all the dads. Yep. I mean, that's my goal ultimately to just eat and gorge myself, and then take a siesta, and then wake up and do it over again every time. Yeah. A good and throw a movie in there. Mm. I'm not. You know what? I think I would be totally fine with just sides on Thanksgiving. So I've always felt that way. I've never <clears throat> been a big 
turkey fan. I'm same. It's usually dry or doesn't taste yeah. good until my dad started to deep fry the yeah, turkey. Yeah, the fried turkeys are And really he injects good. it with Cajun or jalapeno. Mm. And so it was so fun. So we were at my daughter's cheer competition and my dad was there and then Old Flame was there and I'm kind of sitting in the middle and my dad was talking about how he was going to go home and he's like, we're going to have to deep fry turkeys. He acts, He's complaining. But, you know, he's actually loving it. Like he's like, oh, it. I have to deep fry like four turkeys for, you know, work events, blah, blah. And I go, oh, are we complaining about yeah. that? And he goes, what time do we start drinking Crown on Thanksgiving, Lauren? I go, 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's right. He, joking back in the day. But uh, the old flame is like... Uh, I, I deep fried my turkeys. I inject them too. And I just kept goading my dad like, oh yeah, but his is with that cage. And he's like, I use a whole bottle. Like he's right. I use a whole bottle. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. My dad's is the best. I've <laughs> my dad loved it. Well, if y'all are staying home and he's so good at it, I'd be making him make us a fried turkey. Yeah. He said he's good, but he's just, it's whatever. So we're going to have uh I'm definitely going to have some fried turkey in there somewhere, and yeah. I do appreciate that. But I'd just be fine with everything Same. else. Same. And, I mean, I feel like ham's just gotten to where it's a little too salty for me. I just like it in little bites. Yeah, like little pieces, even cooking with it. Um, I could do the fried turkey because a good sandwich with the fried turkey afterwards mm-hmm. sounds bomb. Actually, because my cousin Leslie <laughs> sent me a video the other day, they were like, ways to eat your Thanksgiving leftovers. And low key I was like holy shit I'm doing this one they put stuffing in a waffle maker oh I saw that and then they did like a press with like the potatoes and turkey and cranberry like a sandwich and I was like oh and it makes it crispy I was like I'm fucking doing that I'm gonna go buy a waffle maker we're doing I have a waffle maker you don't have to buy one I have one okay then I'll just come to Lauren's and I'll let her make it but Oh my gosh, that sounds it so good. Looked I have a, actually so even good. a panini maker. Yeah, I like the panini makers. My oldest brother has one, and I really enjoyed making my sandwiches with that. Just mm. takes a lot of room. Yeah. I have one that has like different trays, mm-hmm. and uh, thankfully, I have a real big pantry. I mean, so. I think if I had one, though, I'd probably have a hot sandwich like every day. It's like one of my favorite things. You know, I haven't used the panini one in a long time, and that just you I should make some paninis, and I make some really good fancy. You should go to the store after this and get some really good, just like lunch meat and cheeses, and I make have some it all. Freaking, I have paninis. it all at that home already. Amazing. Yeah. You know what I do? That's really good. I like to get pesto, mm-hmm. and then I get the fresh mozzarella, some good bread, and then I'll put some like. What did I do? I think I did like salami or prosciutto or something. And I made a hot sandwich like that. And it was. I made a sandwiches about a month so ago. Good. And I took a piece of, I had like smoked, um, <clears throat> like probably either turkey or chicken, like lunch meat. Yeah. And then I did uh, salami. Yeah. And then on a couple of my fried bacon. And then <laughs> uh, I'd with ham, like I did just like club, like mixtures. Yeah. And then like two or three different kinds of cheeses. So and then good. I toast, I broiled them just for a second yeah. in the oven. But now I forgot about that panini maker. Yeah. Gonna Throw a fried egg, a fried egg. Oh, on there? sliced avocado! I did oh. like. Oh, it was real good. Okay, I'm gonna get hungry if we don't stop talking. About I'm gonna eat today. Well, I have a couple updates for you before we jump into our topic. Tell me. Um. So I got word from my apartment complex this week. Um. They were like, we were able to gather some of your belongings and you can set up a time to pick it up. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'm immediately nervous because. Most of what I was wanting is jewelry, like my grandmother's jewelry, pieces that I had that were special to me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I get there. They set it up for like one o'clock in the afternoon. So I get there and there's all these firemen and they're handing back guns, like people that had their guns inside, whatever. They were tasked with doing that. And then I got there and they're like, oh, you're Miss Ross. Oh, they'll, they'll go down. They'll get your stuff out of the safe, whatever. And they immediately were like, what unit were you? And I said, 309. And they were like, oh. And I was like, I've been wanting to talk to y'all actually because, I mean, y'all were obviously the first ones on site. How bad was my unit? Where did it start? Like I was getting all the info because honestly, I want to file a class action suit against this fucking apartment. Um, Not only because of like the distress and the trauma and like everything that was caused, but the fact that they have handled it so shitty and treated us 
so disrespectfully, like our things are not valuable or whatever. And, um, so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to this fire chief and, uh, he kind of lets me know like where the fire was located. He said it was actually located between you and the second floor and it was across the hall from you, from the front door. And he said, I think because of the smoke it was creating in the wall, it triggered the, the water system to go off in your unit. Then he proceeded to say, when the fire really got going, it burned through some of the alarm wires. So there were sections of the complex that were not getting notified to leave. Oh, wow. And um, then after that, he goes, your unit was very bad. We actually couldn't get in there. And he then told me, he's like, I think you had spoke to a security guard. His name's Robert. And he was adamant, like, I don't care if y'all can get in there or not. I'm going to sneak in there. I'm going to get her things because, like, I couldn't imagine losing everything. And so I'm very grateful for whoever that person is. Um, but then the thing that he did say that really interested me was when they had come back to the complex to finish their official report, that the mediation team for the apartments had already been there and cleaned out the entire wall where the fire started. So like, he's like, we weren't able to complete our report to say, yes, it was an electric fire. He's like, which we knew it was. But the report would have said if it was based off of negligence or just faulty wiring, like someone was at fault here. Oh, wow. And because their mediation team got in there and cleaned that whole thing out, they could not complete their report. Wow. Is that that not? That's shady. Fucking shady. Because they knew they would have to pay out every single person all of what their stuff was worth which a lot of people got their things back, luckily. But I was one of several that didn't get anything back except for what a kind man snuck in there and grabbed for me. Yeah. But, I mean, it just, it blew my mind. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine. But the fact that instead of just taking ownership of the situation and handling it and letting insurance, you know, do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, that's, that's... It was wild. Not only up and up. Yeah, so, and I just, I'm kind of shocked that the fire department can't file something against them for that and maybe it's just more work than they're willing to put in well the fire department you have to like the fire is a response they're not the they're not a part of the legal they have to notify others to like it's a chain of right well i mean just filing a report yeah i mean you think that we go back to and maybe that maybe they did maybe they're Final oh, I'm report sure they did. was we went back to complete our report and this has happened. And right. it probably is. And so those things could be subpoenaed. Yeah. You know, and the fire the fire chief himself was like, it's very shady and it didn't look good on them. Yeah, that's not good. And so But I am glad you got a little bit of your jewelry back. Yes, I did. She got a ring. I was very emotional about it. I got my Aggie ring. I got my grandmother's you know, things, I was missing a couple of her things, but for the most part, you know, I'm at least I got some of it back. But, yeah. um, well, good. Hopefully yeah. that is, a, you know, a little glimmer. Yeah. But definitely want to look into what's going on with that apartment complex. Uh, yeah, I know. And I would really love to do the class action thing. I think you just got to get multiple people on board. And the thought well, of I'm gathering sure. all that is exhausting. Like, I know I'm going to have to be the, the leader of the group. Aaron Brockovich over here. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to. Daydree Ross, everybody. <sighs> Maybe I can find the energy and muster up some well, chaos listen, let's prior close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> let's close some doors. And I'll leave my, my boyfriend alone for a little bit. <laughs> mark some, checkbox some to-dos, you know, get those taken care of. Oh, truly. I don't know why I like to do that, too. So he's, his nephew is coming in town. He has all these things planned. I'm also like, this is a perfect time for me to not just put up the Christmas lights that I already have, but I want to get new Christmas lights, yeah. ordered them, but they're a whole system. You got to like install them and dr- like it's a permanent it's lighting a process. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you think he can help you do that? Cause that'll be real great. And then today I was like, I don't want to nag you, but, uh, I've been reading a lot of the instructions and I was like, and usually you know, like I've never done it and I'm not wanting to do it, but I just want to make sure that you're aware of all of this. Well, he tips. needs to say, I would like to see check marks by each one of these steps. He finally, he sat there and he listened to me for a while and he goes, well, you can come outside right when we're about to get started and you can make sure that yeah, we're all on the same page. I think so. 
I think it's a great idea. I will be. Be like, well, it looks like you missed step number three. Uh, he would be so pissed. He would be, yeah, he'd accept it. Um, do you know what a Hercule Dercule is? A what? Hercule Dercule. Hercule Dercule. Is this like another, a new child saying or something? No, it's a 200 year old Scottish term for laying and lounging in bed long after it's time to get up. So you say you're Hercule Derculing? You're Hercule Derculing. Who would ever have made this word up? Some Scottish man 200 years ago. Maybe it was a woman. She was like, you're in there. Hercule Dirkling. So when did that transition to just being lazy? I don't know. Or chilling. I, chilling I, uh, like a villain. This morning while I was reading the instructions, <laughs> that the reason why I'm mentioning this is I was reading the all of the reviews on the mm-hmm. new lights that I got. And he came back in there and he was like, uh, hey, are you? Because we like woke up at the same time. And he goes, how long did you stay in there? That's probably like 30 minutes. And oh, so, okay. like, I mean, I just was like taking my time. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he came back in there and he goes, uh, are you going to get up? And I was like, are you going to go to the store and get some creamer? <laughs> and he was like, that's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> I was like, I can't have coffee to get motivated to go to the store if I don't have creamer. I was like, that just feels backwards and he's like what are you doing and i was like i'm hercule Dirkling. and he goes what because i just oh saw i just saw the meme like one or two minutes before it and screenshotted it so when he came in there i was like baiting him yeah just so i could use the he word hercule Dirkle. and so what was his response to he goes, hercule Dirkle. yeah what's that and i told him and he goes well you're a professional and i said yes i am you <laughs> got that right we're professional in a lot of things that we do professional hercule Dirkle or <laughs> <laughs> she has shirts made professional um, hercule Dirklers. yeah 100 100 100 heck yeah oh man that's great i know so i have an arm update for y'all as you notice i don't have my robotics uh um, yeah hinge brace on but I went on Tuesday and they took a x-ray of my arm and I could see the break clearly I was like oh because y'all didn't show me last time y'all just said yep it's broken but you didn't like yeah show me on the screen and so I did it was it's this bone that goes into my like rotator right here and it's literally like just cracked all the way across at the top <laughs> kind of where it touches that rotation so now when I rotate my Wow, I heard that. Um, (laughs) It clicks. But he's like, the reason I had you wearing the brace is because of your sprain inside, which is like the muscles and the tendons here. He's like, so I'm starting to get uh, physical therapy. And I'm like, oh, great. Nice. He's like, I'll call them. I have the best guy. You know, he comes highly recommended. He's very swamped right now, but I'm going to have him squeeze you in. And I'm like, cool. So later that day, I get a call and it's set up for 7 30 a.m on friday and i was like i'm up at like six anyway it's fine well i wasn't up at six because my little dog tucker is usually the one that wakes me up well he wasn't with me so when i woke up lauren because the house was silent and it never is because children um i looked at my phone and it was 7 30 and i was like fuck no no you kidding me like this is not does it is not a reflection of my punctual? Well, yeah, it kind of is. I'm always late, but it's never because I overslept. It's just because I'm slow. It's not because you're Hercule. Hercule Dur- I'm not Hercule Darkelin. So usually I'm up and at them. So I literally throw clothes on. I don't even wash my face or brush my teeth. And let me tell you, <laughs> the rosacea on my face has been flared up. So I'm walking into this place, no offense, looking like a meth addict. Like a crackhead that with doesn't do crack? With stinky breath. With stinky breath. Oof. And then, of course, my physical therapist, one, his name's Madison. That's hot. And he's about 6'4 with long hair. And I was like, you got you know, to fucking have a kidding for me. That. And I'm walking in here looking like a meth addict with stinky breath. And, you know, physical therapists want to get right up in your grill. Well, they're physical. Yeah, they're phys- They're very physical. In their title. I'm talking like leg spread right here. And I'm like, oh, my God. He could probably smell my breath. But I'm sure he was the utmost professional. And so he was until he and then he hands me this stick that he wants me to start swinging around, you know, seeing my range of motion. And he sits within dick hitting length from me. I don't think that he wanted you to hit him in the dick I with don't the think stick. he did either, but I'm saying the ro- the rotation he was asking me to do was going to bop it right 
right on the head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So physical therapy is just very confusing for me. <laughs> I had physical therapy. I had a, an attractive guy and we had to be all cl- close and personal. And that's what they, it's part of what they do. But it is definitely very like, and then he would like, he would have to hold my butt and yes. bend my leg, but then it would hurt and I'd want to cry. And what if you would have farted? Oh, oh my God. That sure people have. 100%. I mean, but I know he was at like the end. He like massaged it, which I was like, hmm, you shouldn't have been a masseuse. <laughs> Because it was so nice. Oh, but. Oh, I would love whenever he rub on the back of my leg. Oh, yeah. That's all. Listen, men, if you're listening, and this is going to actually just a clue on to our next uh, episode, one of our next few coming up. We're going to be giving things and talking with some of our male listeners and sharing their perspective. But one of the things we want y'all to know is that if you want your woman to be happy, Rub on her a little bit. Yeah. Tell her she's pretty mm-hmm. and leave her alone. Like give her some space to do her own thing. True. And, and, uh, but always be within earshot and be willing to listen to instruction. <laughs> <laughs> well, all that to say, um, my next appointment is at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> So that I at least have time to brush my teeth. Please brush your teeth. She's, you know, she's going to brush her teeth, put on makeup. I'm going to look halfway like decent look like so a he doesn't person. think I have this homeless troll coming in. Yeah. Getting PT. The first <laughs> redheaded troll. Can you imagine? Oh, it ain't good. no. It ain't good. I don't know. Mr. Kelly looks at me some mornings. I'm like, first of all, stop looking at me. I know it's not great. <laughs> My oldest daughter was telling me the other day, like, oh, like the way that mom looks when she wakes up. And she's like, what do you think? She doesn't call him old flame, but she says his name. And she's like, what do you think mom looks like when she first wakes up? And he's like, just kind of, he's like, like your mom who just woke up. And she's a good answer. Yeah. He's like, like your mom. when Like an angel that came down from the heavens. And she's like, no, mom, your face is all puffy. And he's like, I mean, her hair is a little bit. Wild. Wild sometimes. <laughs> like, which it is. And he goes, it's just, you know, we may need to take a picture of me. I was sitting at my desk and I was working and my hair is in this big, high, poofy ponytail. And he goes, we just may need to take a picture of you like I think that's a like great that. idea. Let's put it on canvas. And every year leading up to busy season, they hang it up because you're going to mentally prepare that that's what's coming. Yeah. It's a great idea. And he goes, well, he was saying in case I was like kidnapped or went missing. So he's like, I mean, what happens if you walk outside and get the mail like that? And then I was like, I don't go anywhere like that. And he's well, like, they could pull it from the freaking shopping thing. He was like, babe, you, you take, you took your daughter to school this morning in, the, sure. in your robe. And you I was go like, go into the convenience oh, stores like that. I do not. That's the first place you'll get jacked. I don't go into convenience stores you in my robe. You hundred percent have gone up there in your robe. You've told Only me you one have. time. Okay, that's still a tie. At like seven a.m. It was kidnapped. like six thirty or seven a.m. But you notice every time someone's kidnapped, it's like this is the last place they were seen, and it's always fucking shitty self checkout footage that shows every flaw on your face. Oh, the only store that I look halfway <laughs> decent is Target. So if you're kidnapping from there, I would prefer it. <laughs> Just pick her up at Target. See me walking to the Target Tar-shay. parking lot. I'm probably not paying attention. It's your best bet. Oh, man. And then they'll use that footage and I'll be like, good. She looks halfway decent. We watched some movie on Hulu not too long ago. It's about this woman who was, she was kidnapped in a parking lot of the gym. Mm. First of all, mm. had some problems with it. Why? Because... She waits till he moves and goes away to like be like she doesn't yell out. He literally goes to move the car. She doesn't roll underneath the other car. She doesn't yell out like there's people like it's like what are I you? I mean, would you doing? think to stop, drop, and roll if someone was trying no, to kidnap her? No, he put you? her on the ground. She was already on the ground and he hogtied her while she was down there. It's like you could have rolled, bitch. Yeah, I would like, have fought you a little harder. But I yeah. will say, I read a book one time and it was serial rapist and things in prison and they said how did you find your victims and I was like I'm getting ahead of the game here they always look for dark parking lots parking garages nine times out of ten it's at a grocery store or a gym 
because those people are walking in and they're noticing they have like spandex and workout clothes on, it's easier to rip off. Take notes, ladies. I don't like any of that. I know, but that's that, because I my was girls followed and I have one self, time. Yeah, we have self-defense keychains. I was followed. I was stalked. But see, that thing is I never carry keys because mine's a remote start. Yeah. So I'm never going to just have that in my hand. Well, like you, I, I've taught Unless the girls, like, the door yeah, I've taught it. the girls to carry it. But, um, when I worked at Lowe's and I was 19, there was a, a guy that he started to become, uh, like weird. He, mm-hmm. he literally was coming only on my shifts. He was following me in and out and they had to start walking me in and out of the building for a long time. And then finally the police were called and he yeah. was like told to stop coming up there. Yeah, I have some at, at a restaurant, like. He started following me places. It's, it's fucking creepy. It happened to me at a Walmart, and it was the Walmart and Brian College Station. And I was on the phone when I walked into the store, which that's your first mistake. Because they cease a female on the phone, they immediately think you're not paying attention mm-hmm. to what's going on around you. Well, I was talking to my mom as I was grocery shopping, and I kept noticing the same man on the same aisles, and he didn't have a buggy. And I know a lot of y'all call them shopping carts, but it's a buggy to me. And so I mentioned to my mom, like, I think I keep seeing a guy following me. I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to walk to the other side of the store. And if I see him again, I'll call you or whatever. Well, I get on the fucking tampon aisle. I'm not even shitting you. He, I feel something brush up behind me because leading up there, I didn't see him. And as I turned to see who hit my shoulder, he was looking back at me. Mm. And then I made my way to the front of the store. Um, I told the checkout lady and there was like a few other people standing near us. So they heard me and they noticed he was standing at the front of the store where those doors open and shut. And he was watching me waiting for me to come out those doors. And so I had to get an escort out to my car, but it scared the shit out of me, which is why it led me to read that book. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's scary that I've had weird little things. I hate that feeling. It's just a creepy feeling. And it was like a, it was winter. So it was after work. So it was like five 30, but you know, it gets pitch black outside at that time. I had a weird guy kind of do that to me, um, in Walmart. And I had my oldest daughter with me and she was about six at the time. And, uh, he was just, so I ended up same thing, calling my mom, noticing I went every, like I went to just odd yeah. places. And so I finally told the security guard and then they, you know, they walked me out there and mm-hmm. then I just went, my mom was like, just drive to the police station. So, you know, it's wild though. Like right before I told the checker in my mind, I was thinking, don't be dramatic daydream. But I think as females, we do that. Yeah. But you never know that. But you never your life. fucking know. Yeah. Like it, like it could have been worse. And I don't know why I was so nervous to even say anything. And I even told her, I prefaced, I was like, this may sound crazy, but I think someone's been following me. And it's like, as soon as I said that. Well, I mean, it's, it's important for you to, to speak out. Yeah. I mean, if your gut is telling you something, I'm such a believer of that. Yeah. Your intuition is telling you. And so many people before something bad happens goes, the ones that avoid it go, you know what? I had a feeling. It just told me not to. And they listened. And then other people sometimes will go through something like I didn't listen and something bad happened, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and last thing I'll say on this before we move on. (laughs) Also in that book, I read that if you are being attacked, ladies, and you have movement of hands or whatever, and those people are on top of you, they say to pinch the inside of their leg Mm -hmm. really fucking hard because there's a main vein there, and it basically will create like that Charlie horse sensation, and it'll at least get them off of you. You also... Uh, or go just for the eyes the or pitch in the notes because oh, yeah, because yeah, that and then if you get them in the vocal cords, they can't. It's uh, nose, eyes, because that's all right there. I vocal cord, go for throat, and then your uh, groin area. So pinch it. Yeah, pinch the fuck out of them. That's what my dad used to always tell me, baby. Just make sure you claw the shit out of them so we can get their DNA. And I was like, oh, thanks for the words of wisdom, daddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> Get some of that skin seal under the thing. Why I keep them done? Yeah, well, we got some fucking claws. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't have a got them done in two I weeks. I still really like that color. Yeah, but look how long they are. So I went into my nail salon this week. It was funny. They had these beautiful fall colors, like all these new neutrals and pretty fall whatever. And the lady picks them up and she's like, these are sexy fall colors. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, 
Oh. Ooh. Hope I'm feeling sexy when I get out of here. God. <sighs> Speaking of feeling sexy, so the old flame and I go on a date, right? Mm. So we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna do that. He got mm. a haircut. He's all tired from working all week. I'm tired of being in the house. I'd go over to the top. He's hitting below the radar, and mm-hmm. then. All I can't was like, but I'm trying to be sexy. I'm trying to remember and that I'm not and spontaneous, and remember I'm not old. Poor Mr. Callie, it'll happen eventually. And then the rem- and the very next day, and then like he was home and in bed by ten. Like he was like, it's yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, what if I don't want to tomorrow? Yeah, I'd have been like, nope, the ship has sailed. But what we did do so update on my archery. Oh, we man. they're dying to know <laughs> they are dying to know <laughs> dying to know too <laughs> i really am starting to enjoy it you know we we have set up a deer stand and a blind or and we like kind of went we went out there yesterday but i really enjoy having to be quiet i know that sounds weird but like sitting out like there it's forced like it's forced you yeah. have to be so quiet you're not on your phone you just kind of like take in and absorb like the surroundings and nature. nature. And I really like that. Uh, you know, I love we, that for you. Yeah. We went to, I think us together would be a shit show though. It'd be hard. It'd be not. a challenge. <laughs> not go well. <laughs> they, we couldn't go with anyone else because they'd be so We mad. would be like laughing at the way something like blows across the blind. We honestly <laughs> should do it. Just record and do it on like fast forward of like you and I. Believe. I do. I've never, my da- honestly, my dad is a hunting guru and he is net. And I think he knows just cause I'm not going to hurt an animal. I'll cry. But I've never been like put in camo, my face ready to roll like Rambo. I've never done that. I mean, I've started to enjoy like those kind of parts of it. We went, we went to. Oh no, she still has some black on her neck. <laughs> yeah, she thought I had a bruise. Said, "Is old flame choking you?" I was like, "What? No." And then I was like, "Oh, so that looks the- like you got a bruise. <laughs> a little bit of camo makeup." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we stopped at the <laughs> archery range yesterday, and I hadn't shot in a while because I've been busy. And uh, but I was hitting all of like he was like the bullseye. Well, yeah, but he's like, babe, you need to. He's like, you're you need to start shooting the small little black circles on the outside and making it more challenging for yourself. Like, and I was like, that made me feel good. Like I got upgraded in my uh-huh. shooting, and then I started hitting the twenty five, the twenty, and the fifteen. And at one time, like, I, so you have three arrows and yeah. you shoot. And so he had me like six o'clock, four o'clock, like bullseye here, you know. Oh, so and he was like giving you, yeah, a and spot. and so I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do one, two, three, right in a row. And I hit him all exactly where I was aiming. And I was like, that's it. And he's like, you ready to go? And he was like, he goes, perfect. Next one. Perfect. You should have been like, it's perfect. Yeah. And he goes, he was like, "Uh, I think you're, let's go. I was like, yeah, I felt real good. Well, if there's a zombie, you know, thing that happens, get him. But that's over Lauren's house. She'll protect me with her bows and arrows. I will. Like Katniss. I am. I will. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that'd be great. Yeah, I would love to. But we, when I was saying that about being sexy, I get all dressed up and he's like, yeah, you you know, nice. But then we're driving to the go hunt. Yeah. And I say, like, I give him a drink and he goes, you're being sweet. What do you want? And I go for you to skin my deer just like that. That was probably the sexiest thing I've ever said to that man. He was so excited that I was weird. Like I was like, okay. Like he was like taken aback. Like he was like, um, oh, yeah. I'm like, they're like a simple, it. like guys. I feel like sometimes the simplest things that I could probably put a catcher's mask on my face. <laughs> Mister Callie would blow a load in his britches. Like he was so excited, and like here I am thinking the day before, and I spent like an hour getting ready and thigh high boots, and I'm all curled out, makeup and everything else, and he's like, but when she says just skin my dear baby and camo. You know, no makeup. He's, he's like, like, I want to lick that camo right uh, off of you like, right now. Yeah, like uh. that. <laughs> I did do the makeup. I do like to do that. But so there's this deer. <laughs> I named him Samson. Oh, cool. We're naming what we're killing now. No, I mean, did you kill him? No, not yet. You can't name him, Lauren. 
I really like him. Okay, then you need to stop. You can't kill him. No, but listen. Maybe he'll bring others. I told him. I don't him. have a name. No names. But it was really kind of, it was the first time. So I saw him like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and he's the biggest buck that we've seen out there. Oh, good. And I saw him and I was like, that night I was like, uh, Samson, I hope he's in the corner. I hope he's staying alive because everyone was shooting around us, you know, and I was like, oh, he's, he's, I want to see him again. I was like, if I see him again, I already know. Then Did you we call go, dibs and tell everybody else? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that, that I said, if I saw him again. And I'll so, go warn Samson. So then we are out there. We're almost to the end of our hunt. And I see a deer moving. And then I kind of zigzags. And I, he's like, you didn't even like elbow me or anything. I literally just picked up my bow. It was like instincts. And so mm-hmm. I'm like there and he's like, knows what's happening. And the deer comes over to the fence and he just sits there for a long time. And he stares at us. And we can, so we're... He's like, just be real still. And so we don't move. And I think I'm doing everything right. He jumps over the fence. And then I realize it's Samson. And then he comes and he stands right on the other side of the black, like, blind, like, I think his blind spot. He got that close to you? No, I mean, not that, like, 20 yards away. Oh. And But he sees me draw back. And he turns around and he jumps. You and You almost shot him. I drew back. I drew back on him. And, uh... He jumped back over the fence. Who even is this human? And then I said, I, I said to him, I go, we only had six pictures on the game cam. And I go, oh, I guarantee one of them is Samson. I already know. He's like, okay, first picture, it's him. First one. And the second, uh, I don't know who I am. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I don't know who I am. An, a, Apparently a that's the only murder. time that, no. Uh, I mean, I love some deer meat, but. How we are going to eat it. I just don't want to be the one to do it. This week, I think I told you, the old flame and I were talking. I was feeling a little, it's going to lead us into our topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I did something this week. I had some realizations and. She's always getting realizations. I wish I would have some of those. I have some of mine. <laughs> and I, I did something. I was the bigger person. And I don't know if it makes me still the bigger person by saying I was the bigger person, but I think I can acknowledge I was the bigger person. I mean, I think you can, when you do something that's very difficult for you, yes, I would acknowledge that. Maybe I made... It was accomplished. Yeah, maybe not a bigger person in comparison, but a bigger person than who I wanted to be, how I would have handled that. Uh, You've seen a shift I rised above. Yeah, I rose above. Um. The old flame, unfortunately, has some ties to an old friend of mine. Mm-hmm. That's what I wonder about. <sighs> but it's fine. And, you know, she was my best friend for a long time. And uh, Was she, like, your best friend? There was though? a period of time where she was. But I was also, like, we... We were fair weather friends. I just didn't realize it then. You know, we are both, we found camaraderie and being a single moms together. Yeah. Um, is- and, you know, we like kind of raised the little herd and we did those things and it was nice. Mm. But like when it came to any level of depth, it was kind of lacking there. And I was always the one that was over giving and mm-hmm. there would be behaviors in her that I did not like, but I... You know, when I love and accept you, I love and I accept you. And right. I've always said, like, if somebody is crazy or a whore, uh, we don't use that in our vocabulary. If someone's <laughs> crazy or loose with their vagina, a loosey goosey, uh, <laughs> we'll try to take three. Uh, <laughs> if someone is mentally unstable or acts irrationally towards their lover or they're a loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I'm not sleeping with them, if I'm not involved with them romantically, then I don't really care how they act in romantic and their romantic side of their life because I'm not a part of it. Right. right. Usually. But there are some situations where like, Ooh, maybe I don't want to be that close to that. Right. She was one of those. And then she ended up doing something very, very hard. I've talked about it. If you want to hear in season one, episode, I think six or Mm -hmm. seven or five Mm -hmm. friendship. And, uh, you know, it was when he came back around, even I've known him longer. I've been around him. We've, we've had a lot of experiences together. Some of the, Mm -hmm. my youngest history. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like I was close with them while they were together. 
And I think that that's like the big thing mm-hmm. to point out. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing to point out is they've been apart for over a, a decade. decade. Yeah. And, and y'all are no longer. And we haven't been friends in three years. And what she did and how she. Yeah, be- what she did is unforgivable. I think what, she, what the issue is, is she almost sees it as you trying to like drive the knife in like you're trying to like get to her in some way but in reality it's like that has nothing to do with her and that's the furthest from your mind yeah I mean last week so we talked last week we talked about families and juggling uh holidays and things like that and I think when your partner anytime your partner regardless if you have a history with their ex or not if you grow up in a small town if you know each other or you know however you see it pretty often in small towns yeah and sometimes those are the situations that are a little uncomfortable and you're like god I don't want to deal with this person and especially if that person caused you a lot of pain and and suffering at some point in your life you hate that person you want to hate that person but I realized uh it makes it very difficult right and unfortunately a lot of times in that in that place the kiddos are the ones that if you hate your ex or you hate your ex's new partner or whatever the child is the one that suffers and so I think that you know I had to get to a place where I had to learn that the experiences that I had I can't hate her even though she really really hurt me um because I'm very grateful for not having that friendship in my life and I'm very grateful Mm -hmm. for the lessons that I learned and I think that that's you can't come from a place of gratitude and be thankful for all the growth well I think I think there is no growth unless you can come like see gratitude in yeah. you know mis like misfortune or or negative things that have happened into our lives like i think if you just are sitting in this pool of like resentment and anger and frustration bitterness. and bitterness and you're going to do everything in your power to keep that person in that same pool with you then you haven't grown and you haven't you know well i mean like gotten i over something and I don't think you feel that way because you're in a better place. You're happy. You want to your life to grow and evolve. And well, that's what I mean. Like I'm uh, the lessons I learned by that very painful situation, having someone, you know, essentially commit perjury against you and yeah, talk about crazy. the most hurtful thing just because they were doing something vengeful to be yeah, towards you. Absolutely. Um, that was really, really hard. And especially when it's somebody that you would thought would at least be loyal to you or loyal to the time that you spent as friends. Exactly. And then you kind of get to a point where, oh my gosh, I'm so much better off without those types of people in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm so much better off with friendships. that and Like pe- you then become grateful. Like, yeah. thank God that ended. Yeah. I'm so grateful that that made room for better things to come into my life by that being removed. I learned what true friendship is. I learned how to love myself. I learned how to accept and just speak all, all of it, right? So many wonderful mm-hmm lessons Mm -hmm. that were learned from something so bad and I realized like you know he and I wouldn't be together if and all the wonderful things that we have shared and friendship and core that our relationship now is based upon it's not based upon anyone else or anything Mm -hmm. else it just kind of grew into this and you know that doesn't have anything to do with anyone else and I would not have these things in my life if I still had her as a friend mm. or if I was still just like consumed with that and I'm not. And so I realized that in order for me to, I can't sit there and be like, Oh, F that B. <laughs> like we don't cuss around here. <laughs> F that B. <laughs> That's what we should name this episode. <laughs> F that B. F that B. F, uh, well, it used to be F D B like, <coughs> Yeah. Duh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, you can't, (laughs) you can't FTB it. And then also (laughs) at the very same time, be like, I've grown so much as a person. I'm so thankful for these experiences and still carry on that kind of anger. And I did, I didn't realize that I had that till I saw her in person in September. And then I was like, Ooh, I just don't like her. She's nasty. She was, uh, well, she had had a few beverages prior to this, but there was a fire that was ignited in this one. And I was like, how about we don't say that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but you know what? I realized that's not the healthiest place for me to be. I, I 
<clears throat> I I I'm just sorry, I just realized that's not the healthiest place for me to be. I can't feel that way. Uh, for me to be my best version of self, I don't need to walk around feeling anger towards someone because you know what? In order for people to do really shitty things, they have to have some type of darkness and shittiness going on within them. And so you yeah. don't have to. Yeah, you you don't have to have that in your life and you don't even have to hold it against them. It's just a matter of like, there's a difference there. This is not for me. You are not for me. Thank you. And be able to move on from that. Well, and my thing is like, whenever you're just harboring all of those feelings and just allowing something stupid to have happened. And my thing is like, you don't have to make up to make it better, but at least letting go of the resentment and the anger and the frustration because all it's doing is well, it's eating like, you from the inside well, out. Well, it's a poison you're drinking it's yourself. literally just it making yeah. you heavier. Yeah. Like I guarantee I felt like a weight was lifted the day you realized like, or even when you sent that message. Yeah. So I sent her a message and essentially it was like, like I did, I prayed about it. I stayed up because he was obviously very upset about some things, you know, not with me, but me being used as the reason why he couldn't have his daughter be around her. And it's like, wait a second, I don't want to be that person. I don't want, I'm a good mother. I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. And no matter what my feelings are towards her mother or his ex, it has one, nothing to do with the fact that she's his ex. And number two, it has nothing to do with the fact that she is this mother of this child who I care about. And I don't want to ever, I want to, I would never do that. But two, I need to just kind of I need to let this shit go and I need to, and it's not because she is holding it for me, but Mm -hmm. how can I ask her to, it's an energy, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to participate in that energy or to be pulled into that pool and stay there because that is what their decisions are. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually very grateful to be where I'm at. And so I don't have to hate her. I think that the difference, you know, between it, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Uh, Taylor Swift said it best. And <laughs> she did. I really want to go see her concert in theaters again. Me too. So let's plan that soon. I would love to. But yeah. I mean, I think you just got to realize that it is truly indifference. And it is. And I know there are some of you out there that are probably like, oh, I've let that go and, and I'm okay and blah, blah, blah. But if you're still talking about it or you're still thinking about it or you still have these ill will feelings when maybe their name is brought up or you run into them at the grocery store or whatever it may be you're not over it maybe it's me maybe it's daydre that sometimes when our names when you hear the name lauren or daydre (laughs) it's probably very few of you yeah i have a couple on mine when you hear the name and you feel some type of anger or something yeah, inside of you, you're like not over it. Let it go. Let it go. Because or, and if you don't know how, try to find something that you're grateful for that came from that. Yeah. You know, and that was that really would be a good first step. Yeah, that was honestly how I learned to let go of the hate. I was so I realized I never really hated her. I was so hurt and so betrayed. It like felt so betrayed. Yeah, it wasn't that you ever hated her. It was the hurt. I mean, that I, mean it I felt caused. like I hated her, but it was like more of the fact that she she really hurt me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she hurt me on top of the most hurtful experience of my life at the lowest point of my life. You're lucky I'm an anxiety medicine and I'd have come after you. And so, you know, you feel that kind of pain that you want to, you want to put it somewhere. And for a while it was anger, but she put it on old flame. (laughs) I did. She just shoots out of the bow and arrows on the weekend. Boom. (laughs) But it is true, though. I think finding a hobby can sometimes be like, oh, like, I can channel my frustration or built-up anxiety into this hobby. Like, I love crafting. My mind is at such peace, and I'm not thinking about anything else except what I'm focusing on when I'm painting or doing something like that. And I feel like that is a good way to kind of like let your mind rest. Well, you got to kind of burn through. You got to realize first, everything is energy, right? Mm-hmm. Every exchange, it's positive, it's negative. If you have a, some overall, like a, a huge amount of feelings or stress, that that is like pent up inside of you. The best mm-hmm. thing you can do is 
burn it, channel it, channel yeah, it somewhere. somewhere um, I think if you're struggling and you may say, I don't, it doesn't have to be an ex. It could be a parent, you know, I've, yeah, it's, it could it be, could any be anyone, uh, it could be a coworker, but if you feel yourself feeling bitter and angry and your thing, and you realize I'm probably carrying way more of this and letting this consume more of my time or thoughts than I should. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you don't think about them at all until you see them. And all of a sudden with that little thing that you closed in a box in the back of your mind is now forward in your head. Like mm-hmm. for me, I thought mm-hmm. I'm over it wrong. I saw her and it just was there. Yeah. Triggers something in you. Yeah. That you feel those feelings that you thought you didn't have anymore. Yeah. And um, whatever it may be, I think that you have to accept it. You have to be like, I am feeling negative about this person Mm -hmm. because if you try to dismiss it you are not ever going to get through it Mm -hmm. but then find something also that you can be grateful for that that lesson taught you that that situation could be something small it could be Mm -hmm. something big uh i think one of the hardest situations when you are dealing with these kind of feelings towards someone is when it is in the workplace yeah because Luckily for you, you don't have to see her. You don't have to talk to her. You don't even have to run into her if you don't want to. But when you're in a workplace situation, you have to go there every week. Yeah. And and honestly, you spend more time with your coworkers than you do your own family. So like, how would you deal with a scenario like this? I mean, I know I've been in a scenario like this where I had full-blown panic attacks going into my workplace because of the person. I mean, yeah, you kind of have to. Luckily, I was able to leave and I immediately was 10 times happier because I wasn't going to that toxicity like every day. And it is, it's almost like, yeah, it sucks, but one of you has got to go. And if you're that miserable in a workplace and you're dealing with someone that is that toxic, it is not worth your time and energy and mental health to go in and deal with that shit. Yeah. I think that's very true because you, when, if it is at work, let's say it's at work or maybe it's just your, your, teenage kid being an asshole that week or whatever Can't get away from them assholes. you know or it's a teacher <laughs> like i tell i tell the girls like if they ever have an issue with somebody that's on their team i'm like i'm like you don't have to be friends with them but you do have to be respectful like you don't have to not you just acknowledge the feeling mm-hmm. i don't like this person but so next can i change my environment is there a way around it well figure out what your boundaries are within that situation, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to this person about anything other than what I have to. I'm going to remove and not be rude, but I'm going to just remove myself from engaging. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they are over the top. Like it, they will just, they won't, it's like they don't pick up on social cues. Like this person's yeah. really busy and doesn't want to interact with me. No, they just keep coming back. <laughs> well, then that's when you can say, Thank you, but I'm very busy right now. I'm focusing on my job. Yeah, or, put a note on your door. Uh, do you not know, get, enter. Do not get disturbed. If you you're know. this name. <laughs> you have this name, dude. Send me an No email. Lauren's allowed. <laughs> just kidding. That's not nice. <laughs> That's just being a little passive aggressive. I'm teasing. Don't but do why that. <laughs> are you being passive aggressive? Did I make I'm you mad? giving an example. If the Lauren at your job is Damn what's it. really getting at you, or the Daydreams. <laughs> yeah, or the Daydreams. Just if wearing your name your... is Daydream or Lauren, you are not allowed to enter. <laughs> <laughs> Especially a hunting blind by yourselves. <laughs> Y'all get all, oh, he go crazy. Uh, but I don't know. I think you just have to acknowledge that how you're feeling about it. Realize sometimes, like, why is this making me so mad? Well, mm-hmm. A lot of times it's because it relates to whatever it is or it's something that you from the past. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think that when you can break it down, you remove the emotion behind it a little bit when you, you kind of process it that way. Yeah. And then you find something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful I don't have to be friends with that bitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just grateful that I don't have friends like that. And I'm That's grateful true. that I don't have to tolerate things that make me not feel good. Well, and, and just the, the drama that comes yeah. along with that person that probably was removed when she was like. Yeah, all of it. You know what? I, I, I found out like I do wish them well. It must really suck to be that kind of friend to people. Mm-hmm. 
But that is something that she is going to have to deal with later down the road, not me. And being yeah. like her or feeling angry or whatever. And right now her trying to use her child as a as a weapon or not realizing, you know what? I know she doesn't. You asked me, how would I feel if I knew that my ex was friends was with my ex, mm-hmm. right? Or if mm-hmm. they were with someone I hated. Well, the girl's dad cheated on me the entire time with this woman who, and we had words. And then two years later, three years later, she's doing my baby's hair for Christmas. And my girls are saying she's with her and he was having our picker. You know, it was all, it was hard. I hated the woman. And then I realized, you know what? It's not really the woman. It was that situation that caused me pain. Mm-hmm. And as long as she's good to my children, then I'm going to be, uh, that's all that matters here. It's true. And that was something that I had to do then. Cause it's never about the the man or that other person no. it's about the hurt that was caused prior i just want to be able to say you know what i'm not going to harbor anger and resentment over something that i'm grateful for it hurt it didn't feel good but i'm so grateful uh that it's done yeah and that i'm that i'm in a different place and yeah. I'm, I'm and that you're not harboring those Ill, yeah any ill will same thing or... with my mom you know i'm estranged from my mom it's been over a year mm-hmm. and yeah it's unfortunate i I'm a strange when you're anytime you're estranged from family. If you have yeah, any person, you have family hard. that's been estranged from family before. Yeah. And my mom deals with it. I mean, it's her freaking sisters. Yeah. And, and I watched her struggle with it. She probably doesn't, didn't, she's not good at dealing with those things as far as like therapy and stuff like that. Like she deals with it internally, but I know it hurt her. Yeah, of course. And I mean, it hurt me because her estrangement took you know, an aunt that was very precious to me away. But at the same time, I knew she was protecting me from being hurt by her as well. And so you just have to trust that the decision that was made was the right one for you and the girls. Yeah. And as much pain as it's caused, you know, in the end, there's a reason why you made that choice. And I know the girls have even kind of struggled with that decision. And I think one day they're going to appreciate the decision that you did make because, you know, I, I, I mean, I was their age when this happened with my mom yeah. and I, I mean, it was so heartbreaking for me to lose. I mean, basically my aunt was who I am to my niece and nephew. And, you know, it was so painful to be like, I can't see my aunt anymore, but now that I'm older and I'm, and I'm able to understand what was actually going on, that mom, that was one of the hardest decisions my mom's ever made because she's like, of course I wanted you to have your aunt, yeah. but she wasn't that person anymore. And I had to protect you. And, um, I appreciate her that for, for that now. So, right. I mean, it's not that I wanted to take the girl's grandmother away. It's not that I wanted to lose the other friends that were important. that were like aunts. It's like, yeah. these things are not because I wanted to, it's not even about, the person it's really about what are you willing to accept and tolerate for yourself and when someone is acting so extreme or negative Mm -hmm. and causing so much Mm -hmm. in your life you have to put a boundaries and you most as a parent I think that's the most important job is to protect your children from as much of that as possible and uh I couldn't I couldn't allow that to happen and it's hurtful and it's sad uh sometimes but what I've gained in in replace of it is peace and do you feel like you're at peace with that scenario? I don't even know if I'll ever fully feel feel all of that. You know, I mm-hmm. think that I was so... I think that... That yeah, that's just too, it's like too new for me to fully know how I'm going to feel about that. But I do, well, here's what I do know is I've done too much work mm-hmm. to be in a better place and to know Absolutely. and that I'm not going to, it does not matter if it's my mom, my best friend, a lover, uh, my, my ex taught me that, that I, it does not ever matter how much you love someone. Mm-hmm. You have to love yourself more. Mm-hmm. And if you, if I accepted her back in my life after the things that had happened there, I don't think it would be an act of self-love. I think it would be an act of self-betrayal. And I'd be... Ex- yeah, and, it would be definitely taking steps back. And I just can't do that. I'm, and I will say, as someone that was in your life from, you know, that all transpiring and how you were then versus now, you have seemed much less stressed less hurt 
Um, I mean, I was getting phone calls weekly of, you know, things that, you know, was just going on that was causing so much turmoil in your life Yeah, for you and the girls that, you know, just in the year that has all yeah. gone away. And so that alone is like having a weight lifted off of you. I feel you. like my life has way less drama. Yes. A thousand percent. Like and I've, it's because you're eliminating the people that caused it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for noticing. Mm. Um, my real dad said that to me, you know, he was kind of giving me parental advice and was like mm-hmm. saying, you know, you got to be careful. And I was like, no, that's a lesson that I like to say that I learned mm-hmm. uh, because I, it's like if you keep making this decision or you keep letting someone in your life every single day and all they're doing is creating turmoil or stress or making you feel bad about yourself or you're, or they're mm-hmm. always chaotic, yeah. even if it has nothing to do with you, but they always have something just chaotic happening. Yeah. That you can't let it in your life because their chaos will become your chaos. Yeah. I'm an empathic person with anyone around me is struggling that I care about. I take on that pain that they have and, and it can be a lot to carry sometimes. I do that too. And that, that is true. I mean, and so it's, yeah, you just can't. Yeah. You just have to allow boundaries to go up and, and honestly, if, a friend that you have is always negative and, and try and move the conversation to something else. Yeah. And if you, they don't move it, you can point it out. Just so, like, like your feelings are valid and I want to hear what you have to say. But at the same time, I'm not in a mental space to take this on today. Yeah. You just got to be honest. I've had to learn how to do that. Like yeah. I had to learn how to, uh, I, also, I mean, and I think both of you and I are, have been good to each other about that. Cause I know when you've been going through things, I don't want to come in, which my therapist says, don't say bleed on. Because that is a negative connotation. It's leaning. Like you're going to lean on the people that you feel the safest with. But I know when there is times that Lauren's going through things or I'm going through things and there may be a stressor going on in her life or mine, we try not to lean too heavily on each other because we know both of us will literally fall over. Well, and it's also, it's more of like a respect of, hey, do you are you in a place where you yeah. can be like how we, we asked that like, yeah are can you, I can I, I talk to you about this because are you um, in a place where you can handle like yeah. mental capacity if we're what for me to kind of like vent. vent to you and it feels so good when you have someone that says yes and sometimes mm-hmm. it feels good when you have someone say you know what let me get through what I got going on right here yeah. and then I'm yes or I think I told you one time I was like honestly it will make me not think about what I got going on yeah so just but I me. asked because I said I know you have so much going on but you know it is care and concern and you yeah. you said that and sometimes it's just like hey you know what um distract me for a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. it's also something as an empathetic person is you have to be able to say, I'm really sorry you're going through that. And I hope it'll get better. Sometimes it's okay to like, say, I can't, I'm not going to jump in the trenches with you. Or even if you don't want to say that, be like, I'm, I have to jump on this call real fast. Let me call you later when I have more time to talk about it. And then Call them when you have the capacity to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had to say to people, like, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm not in a place where I can help with that right now. Yeah. Or I can't really. I wish there was more. I, I actually feel so much for your situation that it'll be hard for me to mm-hmm. hear right now. I'm, You know, uh, but I'll, I'll say a quick prayer for you or I'll hope that it gets better. <laughs> I know, Mr. Kelly and I kind of went through a little scenario like that because, you know, I've been having so much going on and I even, I hate to even say that because it could be worse, but I've been having a lot going on. He's been there for me tenfold. And then I go to visit him and his body is covered in the psoriasis. And I know that's usually flared up by stress. And I'm like, are you like, are you stressed? (laughs) And he's like, well, yeah, but I just don't want to like, I was like, well, haven't you talked to me about it? And he's like, well, you've just been going through so much. And I'm like, I don't want, like, you can lean on me too. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I've even had to recognize that in my relationship. Like, I always have to remember, like, do you need to talk to me about anything? Because <laughs> I know I'm always having I know. something wild going on. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to, you know, tell your partner and know to check in and vice versa and be yeah. able to tell Mr. Kelly that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm flaring your psoriasis up. <laughs> 
I know. Me and the problem that you haven't been telling me about. <laughs> anyway, I think it's just a matter of like some part of letting shit go at the end of the day is also realizing what shit you're willing to, to carry and keep with you and the yeah. people. And there's always some shit around. Yeah. Some of them we can't get rid of family. Oh, and some of them you just have to say, I love you from a distance, but what you did, I cannot accept in my life anymore. And Peace, love, and chicken grease. Jesus Christ. I've never heard this. Peace. Is that a southern saying? Peace, love, and chicken grease? I don't even think it rhymes. Well, anyway, we, we hope that you guys find some things to be grateful for. Uh, we hope y'all mm-hmm. are saying no to the things you be, should be saying no to. Yep. And that... Uh, you You'll just have a wonderful Thanksgiving this gobble week. Gobble up on that that turkey. If you need a show to watch, Lessons in Chemistry. It's so good. Oh my gosh, I love it I so much. I was crying yesterday watching this week's <gasps> episode. Like the, it made me so emotional. I know. I felt very emotional. It it's a so, great show. And I will say, I know like the the style from the fifties is kind of coming back. But let me tell you how they dress these men on this show. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I love it. Like, even today, it would be fucking adorable. So adorable. Yeah. And so, also take notes on the trends. <laughs> yes. It's really, really good. You need to bring back 50s style. I love her personality. I love the way that they interact. Um, I loved seeing how she just fit so perfectly with him. Yeah, they were wonderful together. And then her daughter is adorable. And, I mean, it's just, it's a really great timepiece. I really liked it. It's good. It is a very is a very good good show. It's on Apple TV, and we highly recommend you go watch it. Um, if you want a if you want a weird else. one, the other night when I turned on uh, Dickinson, Dickinson, yeah, about Emily Dickinson. So she was my favorite poet. Is when that I, on HBO too? Uh, or what's that? Is that on? Is this, okay? I, it okay. is. I need to. I'm only, try it. I'm only in two and a half episodes, but you like it. It's, I don't know if that's... It's got good actresses in it. It's a little weird. It's not exactly whenever I, like I did a school project on Emily Dickinson. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's a little cuter okay. and more in... Uh, raunchy? I, yeah. It's there, a little raunchy, isn't it's it? It's a little raunchy. There's some girl on girl action happening. Oh. I, wait, maybe she was. Maybe she, she says she was females. with her sister-in-law. It is juicy. I'm starting this when I go home. It is raining today. I'm going to get some food. Yeah, I'm going to get food. Go Cowboys. It's Sunday and they play again on Thanksgiving. And Dolly Parton, she's performing. (gasps) Y'all, she should be America. Is she America's sweetheart? Yes. Okay. Uh, Dolly Parton is America's sweetheart. She has the title, right? If we yes. don't have like a crown or a trophy. Dolly, or I'll a, make you one. I think there probably is Dolly. Is there, a, is there a national Dolly Day? Yeah, it has to be. There should be. It's my new favorite holiday. Going to look it up. She is the queen of this planet. She, she, Dolly for president. Dolly for president. Truly, though. I would let Dolly roll the world. Fucking, I would like fucking. The, like the world president. Vote for her. Why has she not done that? She could win. She a thousand percent would win. Go Maybe. Dolly. Let's just all here for Dolly. Let's just all sign like a petition for Dolly Parton to be president. Kitty Whispers podcast votes for Dolly Parton. Of yes, for everything. Queen of everything. Queen of the planet. There you go. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Too bad Be- Betty White isn't here. She could have been vi- VP. Oh my God, that makes me sad. Oh. Okay, now we can go. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Have a good week.